And we're going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order. Manscaped has perfected the ball hair trimmer. They call it the Lawnmower 3.0. They've sent some product over to us here at High Button Sports. I use the Lawnmower 3.0 every single morning. It sits in my shower, so obviously it's waterproof. It can charge up to 90 minutes. I got a little road trip this, uh, this weekend coming up. Put it in my travel sack, take it to Chester, shave the balls every morning, feel fresh, feel ready to go on the golf course. So remember, use the promo code HBSports at manscaped.com to get 20% off your order. I'm telling you guys, you will not regret this purchase. Shaving around the balls has been the most difficult thing of my manhood, but those days are over. Manscaped is taking care of us. No more nicks, no more bloody messes. You're good to go with Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. One more time, use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order. Today on the High Button Podcast, we have none other than Tyler Heinem. I'm pretty sure Tyler was one of our first guests uh, to be playing in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, playing for Rouen. I'm not even going to give you his hockey stats. He's been on here too many times. You don't need to know about his hockey stats. All you need to know is that he's a great person. Okay, he won a Memorial Cup last year with Rouen. Obviously, he won the President's Cup with Rouen last year as well. And unfortunately, his year was his year, excuse me, was cut a little bit short due to this COVID-19 situation. He was actually traded from Rouen to Cape Breton uh, at the Chris uh, the Christmas deadline, I believe, uh, playing 21 games with Cape Breton. Four goals, 16 assists for 20 points in those 20 games. The guy's a stud. Next year, he's moving on to Acadia in the U Sports uh, Men's Hockey League. And like I said, at this point, Tyler, he's just going to be a recurring guest no matter what he does in his professional life. Uh, he's just a great guy to talk to. And uh, myself and dudes really enjoy having him here on the podcast. So uh, anyways, I'm Justin. Dudes is going to be here. We're talking to Tyler Heinem. You know what comes next. Here we go. <laughs> Hi, and we're going. How are you? Pretty good. You gotta be closer to the mic. Come on. All right, my You've bad. You've been here too my many bad. times. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear your voice crack? Yeah, I did. Should we restart it? No. Here, I'll restart it here. All right. <laughs> Hi, How are you? Welcome. How are you? Come? How's it going? I'm doing good. I'm You're doing good. good. Yeah, yeah. How's life? It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> what? what? I, thought, I thought I did a voice crack no, again. No, man. I like the original, but it's all how's good. the uh, how's the air rating business? Yeah. Is yeah. There, should we start with that? Yeah, we can start with that. <laughs> the holes go in the lawn, right? Yeah. The, it's like a lot of lawnmower, except the holes go in the lawn. No, it was pretty good. Uh, me and two of my buddies, Luke Hammond and Jack Gillis, we, uh, we rented out a couple of aerating machines uh, just for the weekend um, and just went around one weekend and just grinded 12, 13-hour days and tried to make some cash there during quarantine and um, worked out. We made some good money, and uh, now we're off, and then we're going to be doing another round in the fall. So. If you oh, know, yeah. anybody on this podcast needs their lawn aerated to come September, October. That's going to cost you. Let me know. You. I, I no know free plug. All the boy, Aussie King, when he was on here, he was plugging his dryer. That's what they're doing, And the boys are using us for their businesses. No one really wants to come on the podcast. <laughs> it's for a dog, dog world, boys. It's not aerating season, eh? <laughs> no, it's but it will be soon. You need to set it up. <laughs> I'm going to need my lawn aerated once it comes in, so I'll I'll make sure I hit up the pro boys there. Good. Didn't you just get it aerated? No, it's come, I got it seeded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't know anything. These lawns, man. <laughs> they're just growing up life, the things you need to know. <laughs> yeah, but lawns. Anyways. Well, it's, it's, it's true. The fucking... The, <laughs> I was like, the other day, our lawn was good. We just bought this place, and like the lawn's getting a little long, and our neighbor comes up to me, and he's like, you know... You gonna do you want me to mow that for you? Like, can I do anything for you? And like, that's the hint. You know, listen, buddy, mow your lawn. It's part of the neighborhood. Uh, what are they called? Etiquette. Curbside appeal. 
yeah, there you go. Curb appeal. Um, so how's life treated you after a Mem Cup win? I think I don't. The last time you were on, you know, we did have you on. Yeah, post we Mem had Cup. on last summer after I got home. Yeah. But no, it's been it's been awesome. Like this past year, my 20 year old season went awesome, and uh, I just been kind of going day by day, and uh, it's been it's been a good ride. How was the trade to Cape Breton? How'd it go down? Who called you? That this is a good one. So, um, <laughs> it was during the the gold medal game of the World Juniors. And uh, we kind of had a feeling that maybe we were going to trade some guys. We had some talks before. So before Christmas, we had two games against Valdor. And then as soon as we came back, we had another two games against Valdor. And so um, our GM brought the uh, brought kind of our leadership group into the office and was like, look, we're battling. Because the way the playoffs work now, it's the final four is always going to be two teams from the West and two teams from the East. So the East was loaded with Moncton, Cape Breton, Ramouski, Shukudemi. Yeah. And then uh, so, like Charlotte, Charlottetown was a little dark horse there. And Ants was saying the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So the East was loaded and the West was pretty open. Sherbrooke was there. And then I think at the time we were probably second or third in the West. So we had an opportunity to kind of go make the final four and then make some noise and, yeah. and try to cause an upset late. Because once, once you get to that far in the playoffs, injuries happen, happen, momentum happens, anything can happen so um we were definitely debating um just keeping everybody maybe buying a couple pieces and uh and trying to go on a run try to earn a little yeah um, earn that second seed from the west um so we won our two games both in overtime before christmas so that was awesome those were back-to-back nights overtime wins those were fun um we went home came back won our first game back and then we lost our second game back um so we went three and one in those four games so we were kind of feeling good we were like maybe maybe we're we're gonna stay together and then, uh, and then we went to Blaineville on New Year's Eve and got pumped like seven <laughs> one. <laughs> Thanks, Hedman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luke, Luke didn't help that. So, um, yeah. So after that game, it wasn't looking great. Like just I, after one game, I don't know. Like yeah. It, Honestly, like the logical thing to do was to trade people away. Um, like we, yeah. we didn't have many pieces, and and were we really going to win a cup? Like, well, like the goal is to win a cup. Like, the, is the goal really just to make the final four and then pack her in? Uh, um, so I think the logical thing was to trade people away. But after that game, it was kind of like, all right, we're probably going to end up selling. So all the guys <laughs> who who were on the team the year before, we obviously kind of have a special bond, and we were all. Uh, we were all pretty close, so we went to uh, the cash, like with the local sports bar in oh, town, and we were watching the game together, kind of as like not a last supper together, but kind of making sure we made the most of those last couple of days in case, case anything happened. Yeah. Um, and then so we were there, probably at the end of the first period. I got a text from uh, from Sean Miller. No, no, I got a text from Sean Miller. Like he's one of my oh, good buddies. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. So he and, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. And he was just shit. like, as if we just got traded for each other. And I hadn't heard a single thing from my agent all... Uh, oh, that's how you found uh, out? Yeah, no, no. So I hadn't heard a thing from my agent all uh, all break, all trade period. I hadn't heard a single thing from my GM, nothing, nothing on Twitter, no rumors, no nothing. And he just texted me. It was like, as if we just got traded for each other. <laughs> So how I, many? Oh, there, I was gonna. How many beers deep were you when this happened? Oh, like just one or two. <laughs> okay, okay. No, yeah, like, yeah. like I, he's I, on the podcast. I, just I, one or two. I was re- I was reading that text right. <laughs> I didn't miss any texts. Um, but uh, yeah, so I called him and he was like, "I'm like, what are you talking about?" And he was like, "I just had my meeting with my GM and I just got traded to Run Miranda for you." And I'm just like, "Fuck off, Millsy." So I just like I just hung up the phone and then literally an hour goes by, I still don't hear anything. So you're and in the bar just sitting there like, okay. I was I like, did I just get traded? Fuck, at or? that point, you probably heard from us. Were you showing the boys the text? You're just like... Yeah, I told them, but like, 
I was checking Twitter, like I didn't hear anything, and then probably an hour goes by, and then there's like two minutes left in the second, so like a full period of this game later, um, I get a text from Mario, and he's like, "Hey, can you give me a call when you get a chance?" And I was like, "Ah, okay. <laughs> there it is, there, yeah, there okay. it is." So yeah. yeah. So when you found out, did were you with? Obviously, you were with all the fellas. Did you like get out and panic out and walk out on the phone, or did you just straight up call him right there? No, no, I just texted him back. I said, "All right, I'll call you back in five minutes. I just wait for the period to be over." And then uh, I went outside and I called him, and he was like, "Yeah, so um, I don't know how you're gonna take this news, but." Uh, I just pretend like I didn't know. Yeah, well, that's a smart yeah. thing to do. I, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, pretend yeah. like I didn't know. But um, so I went outside, and he was like, look, I, I don't know how you're going to take this news, but um, we just traded you to Cape Breton. Um, but uh, first things, we, we want you to keep it quiet because uh, it's not going to be official until tomorrow. I don't know. He said it had something to do with the league offices okay. or something like that, like getting the trade finalized in the probably papers in the league or something like shut that. shut down, probably. Um, yeah, so he said just keep it quiet. Like, you can tell the boys and yeah. and uh, tell your family and tell your friends and stuff. Just don't, like, tweet anything. Yeah, or, big or dog. Put, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just don't put it out there for everybody yeah. to know. Um, and then... Uh, so I went back in. I told the boys, and we just kind of finished the game. I told Mario, like, yeah, like I'm, I'm with all the boys right now. I'll come to the rink uh, after the game. Oh, so you went that night? Yeah, I just went after the game to get your gear. No, 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 no. just to have my meeting. Okay, okay. Because um, he, he said he said he doesn't want to just do it on a phone call. Like you said, you've been here for a while. So. That's classy. Well, yeah, no, That's classy. It, it, they did it really well. So after the game was over, um, Canada won. Awesome. And Big then comeback. Uh, yeah. So oh, you know the game? The it was this game. year, man. No, it was a, but you know the exact game he got traded. I don't know no, what game. Man, it is. I remember the day. I was. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm visioning the world. Okay, sorry. Game. Keep going. We cut you off. Yeah. Keep so going. Canada won. Um, and then uh, so I went to the rank and uh, I went into the coach's office and uh, obviously Mario was there. So he's our head coach and GM. Our owner was there. Um, our three assistant coaches were there. So it was nice that they brought everybody in. And uh, so I went in. And they they kind of emphasized the fact that they were like, we we weren't shipping you like we weren't shopping you like these teams were calling we didn't want to trade you we didn't we didn't want to trade anybody like we we obviously have a special bond with everything that happened last year and sure. and so like there this is hard but we wanted to make sure if we were going to trade you we were going to send you home and we were going to yeah. make sure that you were comfortable so he said like there's a bunch of teams going for it but there was no chance in hell you were ever going to Sherbrooke or Ramuski. like if we were going to trade you it was going to be like Moncton or Cape Breton oh, they were going to they were going to send me no just send me home cuz they don't okay, want to play yeah, against yeah. them they don't want to play too. against like that too, but I think it was more just kind of like being nice. Give me no, yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to kind of go back home and be close to my family. And so he said, like we played them in the first half and they pumped us. Um, like Cape Breton pumped us when we oh, okay. yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. eight three or something. Man, so they were good this year. Yeah, they, yeah, they we, were we had an awesome team. Oh yeah, I forgot you're on the team. Yeah, yeah. you guys were yeah, unreal yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're talking about the Can't keep track of where you're at. So yeah, so he was like, "You're gonna have a legit chance to win." Like they they have a stacked team. They're going for it. They're serious. Um, you're gonna be close to your family. You're going back to your home province. You're going to a, an yeah. English community. So um, we hope that's okay with you. And I was like, "Yeah, obviously." Like. I'm I'm happy. Like everybody wants to win, and yeah. as much as I wanted to stay in Rouen, like it was obviously really exciting to kind of get another chance to go for it and and be on yeah. be on like that winning culture. And I think when I got there, um, we went on like I think we lost like we won my first game, we lost my second, then we went on the game, like a 15 game heater. <laughs> so yeah, no, it, it was kind of fun to get back in that mojo again and kind of just, That's what I mean. just be it was so fresh to you still, yeah, right? No, like it was like we were kind of like a 500 club with Rouen, and then to kind of just blink of an eye just get traded and wow. go back go to a team where i think we obviously went whatever 16 and won my first 17 games there so um it was, wow. it was awesome kind of just getting back the heinem effect who what line were you chucked on when you got there who were you with or did, I was how did, ask, yeah. my, my, like uh well they just had traded for uh sean element as well who, so okay. uh he was with uh he was with, he was the captain of bathurst 
It's a good look. Yeah, so he they just traded for him about a week before me, so they were still trying to figure out lines and stuff. And uh, Igor Soklov was. Uh, he, yeah, I was with him this morning. I was training with him today, so he told he's me he's here he, in Halifax. Yeah, he's training with me this week, so he told me to give him a little plug in the pod. So how's his English? It's awesome. Yeah. Dude, get, oh, yeah. let's get him on here. Yeah. Who cares how his English is? I'd let him sit here and speak Russian. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't know he's here. 46 okay. goals. Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so no. Um, <laughs> so he was still away at World Juniors. So they were still, we were the first probably six or seven games I was there. We were juggling a lot. Yeah. Um, but my first game there, I think, I'm not sure if they knew, but I already knew uh, Ryan Francis. Like he trains mm-hmm. at Pro Edge as well. So I knew, I knew Franny. I knew Igor. I knew uh, Derek Gentile from being from the Maritimes. Yeah. I knew uh, uh, Jarrett Baker. Um, so I knew a couple familiar faces going in, but they chucked me on Franny's line there, first game with uh, with him, and that was Igor's first game back as well because it was like at the end oh, of the trade deadline. What so it was, a line! Yeah, so it was me, Franny, and Iggy, and uh, oh, that was my first game there. But when, once the dust settled, uh, I was playing mostly with uh, Sean Element and uh, Derek Gentile okay. on the second, as well, okay. which was really fun. We uh, a lot of the big games we were kind of like the shutdown line, so we yeah. kind of had an assignment and line match and just. Just had to go out there and be hard. So I think I, I don't know. I really like that role, and I, was just I thought, I thought we you. I thought we had a lot of fun doing that and kind of taking pride and being being well defensively. And and obviously <laughs> we put the puck in the back of the net too. But kind of just having that assignment, kind of kind of having that assignment and kind of like that mentality going into the game. Yeah. Like we're not going to let these guys score. Was was pretty fun. It's unreal. Yeah. How did you like playing at center two hundred? I liked it. Yeah. I, I liked it when I was in Rouen too, obviously. Did you? Yeah, I don't know. I just it's always fun coming home, right? Like the, yeah. like I think some True. some some of the Quebec guys and the French guys, like it's like, <laughs> oh, we're going to the Maritimes, like it's like twenty seven hours away. But I'm like, oh sweet, I get to yeah. see my family and yeah. my friends. And yeah, yeah. You get to play in front of everybody, English community, sweet. Like this is awesome. They're like, Oh my god. <laughs> but it's like, it's reversed too yeah, though, on, yeah, on our reversed. end too. It's yeah. like we're going to Quebec. Oh my god. Yeah, and then when I got to Cape and we did a Quebec road trip, all the French guys are pumped and yeah, we're just yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. we're driving to Rouen. <laughs> awesome. How far is that? Oh, uh, we did it. We did it in probably like a week. So we left Cape. We had we played. I think it was like I think we played a three and three in Quebec, Blainville, Drummondville, <laughs> and then we had two or three days off, and then we had to be back. Uh, so it was actually awesome the way we did it. So there was five of us. I think it was me, um, Igor, Derek Gentile, and uh, Adam McCormick. Okay. Um, and we all went to Kyle Havlina's house. He's from Montreal. Okay. So we got two days off. So we finished up on that Sunday in uh, in Drummondville. Yeah. Uh, Javi's parents picked us up at the Drummondville rink, drove two hours to Montreal, <laughs> um, stayed the night there, and the next day got up. Uh, it was awesome. We went to the Montreal Casino at like noon, went out for dinner, downtown Montreal, and then we went to the Habs game against uh, Arizona that night. Um, I was just the, I was waiting for you to say oh no you got a girlfriend I was gonna say what strip club do you go to? <laughs> okay all good yeah <laughs> no uh, he goes no yeah. Uh. <laughs> so uh, yeah no it was fun so that that was like that was our break which wasn't much of a break because we were yeah. just two like, days downtown though. Montreal yeah. yeah going to a Habs game and stuff. unreal was, I've never been to a Habs game before so that that atmosphere is awesome I they ended up losing but. Uh, who cares? Who cares? Bell it was Center. awesome. It was, be- it was the Bell the Center. Habs, I've been in the Bell Center once, and it was to watch Cirque du Soleil. I didn't even watch a hockey game, and it was unreal. Like, it's yeah, an unreal know. rink. Yeah, the atmosphere was awesome. Like, it's crazy. The fans there are awesome. They like, love. They're like, a, they love. They are obsessed Like, like with you, the Montreal You think the Habs fans around here are crazy. Wait till you go to Montreal. Like, some of those yeah. people are like, dude. I go. went with as I think my they, leaf they, shit. They think they're on the bench. Like, there's a block shot, and people are, like, banging on their seats and stuff. It's like. Oh, and they boo and everything. They're on their own team. They love it. 
Like, I love gran- oh, the, the Montreal, the Montreal the based Montreal fans are, are nuts. My they're, grandparents they're awesome. are from Montreal. So when I was younger, my parents didn't ship me to summer camp. They'd ship me to Montreal. My grandparents would take care of me. Every morning, my grandfather would wake up, watch TSN, and just watch, or not TSN, RDS. Uh, RDS and it would just be Montreal Canadian updates for the for the first half of the show and then it would be expos and then it would be over they wouldn't even really show anything else montreal it's, just, it's just montreal yeah, montreal loses. montreal that's it yeah rds is crazy it's they they show the q highlights they show the habs highlights. They, they, they show, show habs highlights? practice yeah and then uh so they show the habs, habs highlights practice. habs practice habs interview habs coach interview yeah then maybe some uh like laval university football and then uh <laughs> anything and you're, french then you're and, then no, you're and then it's it's a habs prospects like yeah. i remember they would be with the uh, Zach Fucali all the time in Halifax. Like they would, the RDS would be here just traveling with them because he was a Montreal Canadiens prospect. They'd always go with them. Like they love every every aspect. Well, that's why everyone loves going there. I mean, obviously they have the nightlife, which nightlife is unreal. (laughs) That's that's what I was going to ask. You said you woke up the next day, not the next morning, because I would I'd been getting up at lunch if I spent one night in Montreal. No, like we had a game like the next day, so oh yeah, we uh, we didn't go out. We just went to the Habs game, and then we went back to Habs. You went to the casino and shit too, and went out for a dinner. Yeah, we kind of had a fun day instead of having a fun night. That casino is actually really nice. It is super classy. Yeah, no, it's really nice. Sorry, what's classy? The casino Montreal. I stick out like a sore thumb there. Oh yeah. Have you been? I have been there. There's a couple casinos there, though, isn't there? I know. We went to the big one. Like uh, the, I don't know. The downtown Montreal the big one. Dogs. Yeah, I don't think we went yeah. to the one downtown. <laughs> I want to hear a funny story about my time in Montreal. I remember, I'll tell it. We're adults. So one night we're there. Me, Safaris, Kev, Ben, like all of our boys, like, you know, probably good like eight of us. And it's a Sunday night. We're going home Monday morning. We don't know what to do. We don't know all the, any club. Well, we know the clubs to go to, but at this point, we've been to all of them. So we're like, all right, where, where can we go? We don't, like, where's this, you know, like, where's the place to go? So we're just out at, like, a bar that's connected to our hotel downstairs. And we just go out front. We go to a cab. We're like, hey, man, like, Sunday night in Montreal. Like, where's the place to go? Come on, like, where, where do we go? And he's like, all right, hop in. I'll take you. So we don't really know where we're going. But it's like a 20-minute cab ride. And we end up driving all the way to... Um, Laurent, the you know the Laurent, Laurent, the isn't that the amusement? Park? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, but it's right. Yeah. It's not at the amusement. It's right next to the amusement park. Okay. Like from this <laughs> from this little club area, you can see Laurent. So we get out, we hop out. We're like, all right, thanks, man, appreciate it. Like it was bumping. Like it was. It was like it's <laughs> like Montreal, from, yeah. from the outside. Like Sunday night, we're like, okay, sick, thanks, man, appreciate it. Here's twenty bucks. We get out and we hop in there, and we're just like, oh man, okay, there's tons of people in there, and we start looking around, and we're like. All right, there's a, a lot of guys here. <laughs> no. And way. then we kind of look to our right, we look to our left, we're like, a lot of people wearing uh, fishnets here. But we're looking at the girls, like, the girls are like rockets, like the hottest <laughs> girls I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to this point. Yeah, and then, we, and then we go to the bar and we try to get some beer and we look and it's just Rev and Corona and like <laughs> vodka. And then we get up to the bar and the next thing you know, there's like eight guys trying to buy us shots. And That's the next thing shots? you know, free shots. We're like, oh, okay, we're at a fucking gay bar here. Yeah. So the guy drove us fucking 20 minutes outside of Montreal. He thought you guys were gay bar. He thought you guys were having a big group thing. So the next thing you know, we're downtown at this place in Montreal. <laughs> fucking all right, boys. But the thing is, like, <laughs> we're like, we took advantage of the free shots. We're like, all right, yeah, let's get some free shots. And then after that, we took out of there. Oh, that's greasy, man. Oh, yeah, free shots. When they the next time you guys free shots. Did you ever think yeah, of that? maybe. That's an asshole. Nonetheless, move. it was a great night in Montreal. Tyler Hyden would never do that. Anyways. Back to you. <laughs> All right. That was a good story, though, right? Great story. I thought it was funny. <laughs> That's good. That's the main thing. You didn't yeah, laugh, though. I was entertained. <laughs> um, next year, Acadia, you looking forward to it? Yeah, no, yeah? it's going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah. What are you I'm taking? Honest. I'm going to take business. 
Is that like, is it just like a business course or is there like different variations of it? Uh, it's a Bachelor of Business Administration. Um, I don't think I need to pick my major yet, but I think I'm going to lean towards accounting. I already have a couple courses done uh, with okay. accounting that I did in junior. And I don't know, I, 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 I've never taken a real class. I've only, only done online courses, but yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think I've always been kind of good with numbers and, and that just seems like... If you have to pick one, like you have, I think you have to pick a major, and it's like marketing, accounting, finance, and maybe something else. But I think I'm just going to do accounting. Have you been going to Acadia already? Like, are you you've already been signed up for classes there, or have you been taking classes somewhere else? Uh, well, I did. So far, I have like uh, I have 12 courses done. So I have 11 through Acadia online, and then I took one at CBU. Okay. Um, okay. Second half. Okay. When I was playing for the Eagles. They all transfer. Or that uh, yeah. one class transfer. Yeah, scenario. that one yeah. class did transfer. Cool. Yeah. Do you you went to CBU or was it online too? No, I went to CBU. How was that? It was good. I heard really good things about that school. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty good. It's pretty small. Like we, I think uh, the one class I took there, there was like probably like forty people in the class, and eight of eight of them were my teammates. So we all just kind of went in. And nice. It was kind of fun just going to school with the boys. Like I never got to experience that, right? Because we yeah. were all we were all just kind of in a classroom at the school in Rouen, doing our own classes at our own grade level, at, at our own work, and we never kind of really got to do group projects together or, or go to class together and actually like sit in class together we were always like just reading our own textbooks and doing our own work so it was kind of cool to go go back to class uh with your teammates kind of thing so what do you mean in Rouen you were just in a classroom together like you would just well if I, like there's probably like there was always like seven or eight guys that were doing online courses some guys would be in grade 12 through the Quebec system some guys would be in grade 12 through the Nova Scotia system or the Ontario or PEI. Some oh, guys yeah. would be in university, but we'd be taking Jesus. different courses, but there's no teacher, right? So you're just reading your own textbook. So just the Stop boys in a room so trying I, to learn. I'm, I'm reading an accounting textbook. Buddy next to me is reading a finance textbook. Buddy over there is reading a history textbook. Like we're not going to class. We're not interacting. No way. Noah Dawson's yeah. reading the hockey news. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking at his article. Yeah. If yeah. he made it that day. <laughs> if he made it that day. If he made it that day. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. went to school every day and took it really seriously. <laughs> That's crazy. If I was in that situation, there's no way in hell. If you're with, picture this. Actually, remember that time we were in Gatineau and Kirk tried to make a study for that one hour? Well, that's exactly what I was thinking the whole time. Like when we played for the Max, we went up to Gatineau and our coach was like, all right, boys, we got to do some home schoolwork. And we're like, okay. So we went down to like the restaurant. Some people pulled out laptops, some people pulled out books and, you know, some of the boys are just pulling up whatever YouTube videos and stuff. And then the next thing you know, you look around, no one's studying. No. The next thing you know, we're go-karting 20 minutes later next door. <laughs> like, like, I just, I couldn't study with the boys. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't like, know how you take that serious. Well, yeah, I took it seriously because that's good for you though. Yeah. That's good. Cause I wanted to try to get ahead. Like there's no point in doing nothing for four years while you're just bumming around in junior. So, does get um, so I, I did some courses and the way the queue works, you have to do two courses a semester yeah. um, in order to get your school money. If you don't pass, if you either like don't pass or just don't do school, oh, wow. you're not going to get your school money after you're done playing. So wow. um, like, obviously mm. my parents were pretty hard on like making sure you get your courses done because yeah. uh, like, they don't want to play for university. So yeah, no. so, not, so, for, not for the next 20 years. So no. if, if, if they have to pay for university, because I was a lazy bum watching Netflix in class or, or yeah. just like not going to school and stuff there. I don't think they'd be too impressed. So. I bet it's a little bit different too. Like when you're playing junior hockey, like instead of going on a road trip to Gatineau for a week, you know, it's yeah. like, all right, yeah, we're going to here to have fun. Yeah, when you're like playing it, junior hockey, like you're, you're there to live. Yeah. It's like, it's Tuesday morning in Rowan Randa. It's not like I'm yeah. going and doing anything super important. I just yeah. go, go to school, go to, go to, 
at that point you want to probably yeah you know? like you just kind of fill up your day go to school in yeah. the morning go to the rink in the afternoon go home eat supper and then hang out with the boys af- at night it's like yeah. it's pretty pretty routine day and then game days are game days but yeah. aside from that you kind of just try to fill up your day try to stay busy routine is definitely healthy yeah that's what they yeah. say the experts anyway junior hockey man it's a great time oh, it was fun it's crazy how this is what your third time on here now and is it third time yeah and every time, because you, you said junior hockey, and every time you remember something different, or like we remember something different, or one story leads you to the next, and it's just like, it's just endless amounts of stories. You could come on here 50 times and have a different story for us every single time. Yeah, that's, that's what the, I said. That's yeah. the best part. I said that in the intro. I don't care what profession you're in. You'll just come back. You can be a accountant by the all end of this. And, yeah. You know, you'll be you'll still be here. Yeah, four still years of junior. Story. You won't be you'll, doing you'll, accounting. You'll, I'm you'll calling it. content work. You're going to be an actor. You're gonna, gonna be an actor. actor. Yeah, you're going out to Hollywood. That's, that's where the duty sense is. I'm gonna have to get in. this lip fixed if I want to be an actor. What happened to the lip? I was playing this year, um, power play. Kind of was kind of like the guy, the kickout man at the blue line at the far blue. Uh, our D man came out, kind of like the opposite side of the ice in the breakout. Got to the red, kind of got pinched off, so he dumped it in cross corner. Their D, obviously, I was dead stopped at the blue line, so I had to go four check because I was the guy on that side of the ice. And uh, <laughs> and so I, I was going. Their D man got there first, like no look, just turned around, went to go ice it, kind of up the middle and just straight oh, in the face. Oh, no, no, no. Fuck, so, you get zippers? Yeah, so I, I went down. I was just like, just took a puck in the face. I'm not gonna be a hero here. <laughs> Eight one. Um, so I, I like go down, open my eyes, and there's just blood all over my visor. And oh. I get up, and the the refs like, Tyler, go to the dressing room now. Tyler, like, go. Yeah, like I don't know. I played I played in that split? division for four years. So a lot in the division, it's yeah. kind of the same refs over and over again. So after four years, like I, it was uh, it was Saint Jacques, and kind of we had a good relationship. We we got along. So um, wait, Saint Jacques was the name of the ref? Yeah, that was his last name. So like you oh, just kind of okay. get a relationship with them after a while. So um, kind of mm-hmm. he he would call me by my first name. I would call him Saint Jacques. Well, Pascal, but yeah, Pascal Saint Jacques. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Um, yeah, I thought St. Jacques was a restaurant. Not St. Hubert. St. Hubert. Hubert, the chicken and yeah. the gravy and the fries. Do you prefer that or Dixie Lee? Well, it's Swiss Chalet in English. Dixie Lee is Swiss Chalet. What? No, Swiss Chalet and St. Hubert are the same thing. I think. Are they? No. Yeah, I think. I think it's the same. Menu. Quebec's just trying to be different, you know. They are. St. Hubert is unreal. But yeah, so I went to the I went to the room and kind of like where you can see the scar. Um, I smiled and you could, it was just like these two pieces of my lip were just totally cut apart. Fuck. Like I could see like the pink part of your gum, like above your teeth. Like I just smile and like see that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do you have a picture ever. of it? Yeah. I'll get, I'll, okay, I'll after, show it to okay, you after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was, it, it was a, it was a good one for sure. Is, um, is that your first face injury? Like big face injury? Oh in no. Four years? I got, I got 34 on the face. No. Four, yeah. 30, 34 stitches? Yeah. Thir- where? I got. Three here on my chin, four across, three again on my chin, uh, two on my lip, 13. That, that one, the puck in the face was 13. 13. And then I, when I was 17, I got cross-checked in the face, and that was nine. Dude, you're good with numbers. You're not lying. Well, it's pretty easy to remember when you get cross-checked in the face. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen that often. That's crazy. Yeah, so... So were you, did you just get them battling in front of the net, or is it high high twigs are the worst, eh? Guys going like that up under your chin. I never got one of those. No, um, this like the one on my top lip was uh, the ones when I was a kid. I got cross checked from behind playing oh, minor hockey. Yeah, I got cross checked from behind uh, playing minor hockey, and kind of like my helmet went up. So yeah, like I got two lines that are like the exact same length of a cage. Like the, ca- right. the, the cage is what just <laughs> cut it. Like it hit the metal. Oh yeah, yeah. it hit yeah, the metal, yeah, and yeah. so oh. it's right there. Um, Jesus, and then the man. one across was when I was like three. My parents took me out for a skate um, with no chin strap and no, uh, yeah, no cage. So that was really smart on their part. Uh, just, uh, just they were just teaching crack, you crack, from a crack young age. Chin on the ice, <laughs> and uh, 
And then, uh, no, the one on my top lip was, uh, I think I, I, I was about to catch a guy like at center ice, kind of open ice, and I think he saw me at the last second, just kind of put his hands up, and I just ate his stick. Um, got a got a couple stitches. Definitely from Quebec. No, <laughs> uh, he, he it was an inner squad game. And he was my teammate. He's a good guy. I think it's just. <laughs> I just had the chirp, man. No, uh, it was it was no harm, no foul. It was just two stitches. It's a hockey I just, play. I just, yeah, I just went to the dressing room, got zipped up. It, it, like it didn't even hurt. It was just like it just got cut. Um, but no, the puck hurt and the the cross check hurt. Yeah, the puck yeah. probably hurt more afterwards. Like maybe the day next day is my guess because that I, it, just, I had it a... just it just sucked. It didn't even hurt that much. It was just kind of like the after fact of like I had so they had to stitch up the inside, the middle, and the outside. So there was just so much stress. Like and my lip was obviously so fat. Like it just took a puck in the face. So <laughs> all the muscles and all the all like the tissue swells up. Uh, so when I'm trying to eat, like I can barely uh, open my mouth. Like that was the most annoying part. And then I couldn't. Uh, so that was on. Saturday, um, came back in the third, finished that game, played Sunday, and then I think, but I wasn't allowed to eat. Did you put a full cage on when he came back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. The, yeah. Well, the the fish, fish bowl or no fish bowl cage or cage. cage. Okay. Why not the fish bowl? I know. We, Did you have I'm the like, option? No. No, that no cool I, I was getting, getting stitches. I came back out and there was a cage sitting on my helmet when I got back. You didn't to my even stall. have the choice. You you couldn't wear a visor. We don't have it? them. Like, I thought yeah, the queue every, had every the choice. I think uh, I think the teams have to buy them if they want to, but we just choose to go with the cage. I don't know. What would you have preferred? I don't know. Like the cage is pretty simple. You used to it. Yeah, I used to it from like I don't know. Like fishbowl, I think kind of looks better. Like yeah, it looks yeah. Like for style, but yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't really care. I I only wore it for a couple games. Um, so I came back, finished that game, but I couldn't eat because I think my teeth were loose and I had to go get an X-ray on my teeth. Thankfully, I didn't have to get anything pulled. There were no cracks, no nothing. Um, and I actually had a chip on my tooth from like a couple of years ago, and I just told them that was from that incident. So I, I got a little chip chip filled in smart, for free. Yeah. Very smart. I was good just wait, waiting for a good opportunity. So, um, but I, I remember that Monday morning, I went to school and I was so cranky because I hadn't eaten in like three days. Oh, hangry. I, I was just so hangry. Like <laughs> I told my coach, I was like, "Man, I'm I'm gonna be a pain today." Like, <laughs> like I had I was just on protein shakes for like three days straight, and I was uh, like, like, "I eat a lot too." Like I'm I'm not. Like no, I mean, I'm gonna, thinking of food right now. Yeah, starving. So, yeah. so I was I was pretty cranky, but I was, I was really thankful when I got those stitches out and I could finally eat again. I was pretty pumped, but my teeth were sore for probably a week. Yeah, that's the worst. I find it amazing that I've seen so many people get drilled in the face with a puck and their teeth stay in their head. That's like crazy. you could get hit. I've been hit myself, obviously, but I've seen so many people right square in the in right in the jibs and then their their lip splits. I shouldn't say it just splits because that's some crazy shit. But no teeth ever leave. Like yeah, not ever. But I don't know. I got real lucky because I I got the tip from uh, when I was seventeen. Uh, so I wear I had Invisalign. Well, what, what what? So instead of braces, I got Invisalign. They're kind of like retainers. It's just better swag. A Visline. In Invisalign. It's Invisalign. like braces, except they're like retainers. So you put them on your teeth and they move your teeth to make your teeth better. Do you it's, still it's, wear them? I, I, yeah. Like I finished up like in January. So okay. now I just have a retainer that I wear to bed. So you take it out. And, but, yeah, okay, so I yeah. had them at the time and they're really thin retainers. So instead of wearing a mouth guard, I got this tip from Phil Myers, who was my roommate when I was 17 and he was 19. Yeah. And he had Invisalign. He was like, it's way better than mouth guard. Because <laughs> you have to wear a mouth guard in the queue. Mm-hmm. So... I was wearing that, so I, I had this just a little thin, tiny piece of plastic in my mouth. So Tricks after, of the trade. And, and somehow my teeth didn't fall out. Like, I told my parents, and uh, they were uh. like, your teeth must have fell out. Like, you're not even wearing a mouth guard. <laughs> and I was like, no, like, they're fine. But that was my wake-up call. And for the rest, yeah. of the rest of the season, I was wearing a mouth guard. That's all it takes, buddy, yeah. is one of those. <laughs> yeah, like, just one one more of those, and I got no teeth left. So, so you just um, go right in the room and get zipped up, eh? Like, there's I, that was my favorite thing. They numb you right there, like the needle? Yeah, so, like, I... Like, 
it was uh, the doctor that. So we had the way it worked in Rome. We didn't have like a team doctor like some teams have. We just have He's, like five rotating in because none of them could commit to it, but they commit to like one game a month. So every oh, yeah. month, like one. That's cool. So we we one of the doctors that we had was um, a surgeon. Yeah. So, but it wasn't his night. So I just had a regular like ER doctor. Uh oh. <laughs> so he he was taking a little longer than maybe. You Another wanted. one would have. Like, yeah, he, yeah. He didn't specialize in stitches or anything. He just did it in school, and that was it. So it took a little bit longer. So by like stitch seven or eight, the yeah, be way closer to the money. yeah. By s- stitch seven or eight, the uh, the freezing wore off. But Mario was getting all pissed off. He was like, "Where the fuck is he? Like, it's just stitches. Like, get back out here." <laughs> um, so he was like, "Look, I'm just gonna finish up these next ones without the freezing." So that that was that was pretty shitty. Um, but yeah, um, it wasn't too bad. They they froze me, but, but after like seven or eight. Because um, I think he had to redo a few because the, the lip was just so fat that it like the skin just wasn't connecting. Yeah. Or it would just like kind of rip through the, the very edge because he was trying to like do it. All right, let's get off this topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How was the parade in Rouen when you were lifting the cup in front of all those people? It was crazy. What happened? And then he, like, <laughs> I just love these stories. Yeah. No, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was really fun. Um, nothing really crazy happened aside. Um, Jakob Lauko. Do you guys remember him? He, yep. he lit up the Mem Cup. So I think uh, we didn't have we didn't have any drinks on the float. Why but, not? Coach said no. No, Public. no. But we kind of assumed like we we he kind of ran like a tight ship, and I I, like, <clears throat> I think we kind of just assumed that he didn't want any of that happening. Yeah. And then by the end of it, like by the end of the float, I think we were on Main Street, and uh, there was a brewery on the side of the road, and he yeah. just he hopped off the float, ran in, got like a twelve pack, <laughs> and then came back, gave the lady like a hundred bucks for like a twelve pack, just like I'm yeah. not dealing with the change. Just here, here I don't have time for change. Yeah, I don't have time. Here you go. And then he came My back. My float the, is still yeah, moving. Yeah. yeah. So, so he, he's running back down the street and just starts handing them out. It was awesome. That's he didn't incredible. get shit. That was funny. Didn't get in shit? No, I think... Uh, no, you can do I, whatever I, you want. I think, they, I think they thought it was kind of funny. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. You just you won the President's Cup, yeah, the Mem Cup. Like, I, if I was a coach, I'd just been winning like this. Yeah. All good. See you later. Did you have a Mem Cup party or just a President Cup party? Uh, like, you have both? Like, after the Mem Cup, did you go back to Rouen? Well, after after the president we went back to the round, but there was no parade because we still had to do the mem, so we just did them together. Well, that's what I'm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I didn't even think of yeah, that. Yeah, so the parade was kind of for both. Can you imagine having a parade between the president's cup and the mem cup? How no fucking time, man. shitty that would no look. No time. Too? I think we we went home. Obviously, we celebrated for a couple of days, and then like we had maybe two practices, and then for some reason our flight the, our flight to Halifax was super early. Like I don't I don't think our first game was until Saturday night, and I remember we flew out on Wednesday. What cheaper? Yeah, though. yeah, cheaper. So I, I think we won on like a. On like a Saturday or Sunday night, and then it's definitely no, it was a Sunday. Yeah, we had to, I Sunday, yeah. So Sunday. we would have went home that night, party that night. I think we went out again the night, the next night. So then we practiced Tuesday, practiced Wednesday morning, and then hopped on the flight. Jesus, man. Yeah, like, like it, it was crazy. such. But a that's quick, good though, man. For for turnaround. you guys too. Like you, you, you can't have that time to settle down and, and enjoy. Yeah. You, you, it sounds shitty to say, but you, you don't have time to enjoy the Presidents Cup because no. now you got that next. That next big goal to do, yeah, and obviously like, that's your goal. Yeah, it was almost you know? a bigger stage. Like obviously by then, like uh, like we were kind of playing with the house's money. Like we already won the Presidents Cup, and and obviously like the Mem Cup is just kind of a bonus. Like everybody's everybody's a champion there, but yeah. everybody wants to be like the ultimate champion. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it was it was a really quick turnaround. I think we we only had two days back in run, and then we were right back in Halifax. So um, that's good for you. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun for me, but I remember that first day. I was like, "What are we gonna do? Like, what are we gonna do? Yeah, because you can't really do anything." So yeah, so they rented out. I think we had, uh, we probably had. I think we Wednesday we obviously practiced in the morning, so we just chill once we got to Halifax. Then I think we probably practiced Thursday, and then I think Friday there was a game. Yeah, so we practiced Thursday at at the Metro Center, and then Friday there was a game. Like I think Halifax was playing, would have been PA because we were playing um, 
Well, so we we had to go to the forum to practice, which was really cool for me. Why? Not so well, cool. Because that's where I practiced when I was in like midget yeah. and stuff, and that that was like a childhood rink. Like obviously, yeah. like the Mem Cup or sorry, the, the Metro Center is kind of like the show, but yeah. to kind of go to like one of my childhood yeah. rinks and practice where I I practiced when Farm I, League rink. Yeah, like <laughs> that's I remember, what it feels I remember like. when I was playing like spring hockey and stuff with uh, with the prospects and stuff. Um, we would have practices at the we have practices at the forum and, and then we were at the max two years straight like practices at the forum and yeah, Civic, so yeah, yeah, and yeah. playing yeah and playing there like that was my midget rink so it was really cool kind of yeah. like in the middle of all that chaos to kind of just kind of go back to my childhood and yeah and kind of just have a practice there it was pretty fun were some of the boys like oh what are we doing going back somewhere else were some of the boys a little rattled I don't know I think it was kind of funny like we went to the rink and we got all of our gear on kind of chucked our skates over our shoulder and then hopped on the bus and went to some random rink I think yeah. it was, it was kind of like something that we did. Well, we, that's yeah like, like like I know some some of the other teams. Um, like I remember Ozzy Ozzy was saying on his pod that like there was a bunch of concerts and basketball stuff at the uh, at the Avenir Center yeah. so they're always going to practice there, but we don't do that around. there's no concerts coming up yeah. there and so our ice is always in we, we never do that um, yeah. so it was kind of cool to kind of hop on the bus switch it up yeah just switch it up go to a new rink um, kind of buzz around the forum for an hour and then get off I remember your first practice at the Met or Scotiabank Center and I came up to you, you were on the ice, I was just chilling on the bench, I was like, how's the ice? And you're just like, you didn't even answer, you just looked at me, gave me that look, the ice was garbage. Was yeah. it tough to play throughout the tournament? Because there's so much good hockey, so no, much deep cuts. I think it was just that day, That like I think everybody got in on Wednesday, and yeah. then we all practiced Thursday, and then I think we had some sort of reception, or we, we had something to do with all the teams that night, like it was some sort of like, not parade, but I think we went, went down to Pier 21, and they introduced us to the city or something like that. Um, but I think we were like the third or fourth team to practice. So it was like uh, our practice flood, our practice flood, our practice flood. And we were like the third or fourth team. Yeah. So the ice was just brutal. But like trying to play with a tennis ball on the road. But yeah, come game day, like nobody was allowed to touch the ice all day. So really? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, like that was the event that was I agree with that so, rule. Yeah. So nobody 100%. was touching. So the ice was just freezing flat. They were probably doing it probably a couple times that day and yeah. making sure it was ready to go for game time. So that was the best time of your life and our life, man. Yeah. That week you was know, awesome. if you think about it. I'm still living on that moment on the bench, man. Honest to God. Let's, I, I let's just, talk about that. Absolutely. Yeah, because I don't know if we... Did we talk about it last time? I don't remember, man. But yeah, because we talked about it with Mavs too, like close calls and what we done and pushing the buttons and shit and doing the interviews with you and Dobby on... Well, didn't you guys get in shit from Sportsnet or something like that? Not Sportsnet no. themselves. The, the Yeah, the, the guy, the head media guy, the coordinator or whatever for yeah. the Mem Cup because... I told the, I told the story last time. We didn't we knew what some of the ground rules were, but it wasn't like super clear where you could and couldn't go. And we're new to this. We didn't know Sportsnet owned the rights for the bench and shit like that. So we just we walked down like we own the place. Like you know what you have to do. And we're like, we kind of like tiptoed around and we're like, should we do this? Should we do this? We actually went to bail once and then we're like, fuck it, let's do it. And well, but the thing was, we didn't want to disrupt you guys, right? Like, and I know, yeah, you're our buddy and stuff like that, but it was like, this was a big game and it was the Mem Cop and we didn't want to be the guys that like, you know, you guys lost and the coach was like, those guys are a distraction or something <laughs> like that, right? But it was, it was crazy because we were all fired up after and we're go sitting down, we're editing and like, I'm telling you, we are fired up, but at back in behind the curtain in the media room, we're like living on a high, the boys are buzzing and the guy's like, yeah, you guys aren't allowed to do that or post it. And we're like... We're, we I'm thought you sure posted. Oh, no, we posted. Yeah, it. yeah. Oh, sure yeah, we were posting that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. man, if you're listening, but he he knew we had to do that because we we ended up meeting up with the guy at not meeting up with him. He was at the ale house that when we went after you guys won and we had you know we had a couple of beer with him and we hashed it out and he understood but he had to do his job right and yeah. that's just how it is. He was yeah, like he had Sportsnet owns yeah. the rights to the rink right now. And but we're here's like, oh, the, here's shit. the thing about that. I don't know if we would have done it if we didn't know that you were on the ice. Like yeah. 
you know, who on the Moosehead side, would we have went up and did it? No, we don't know anyone on the Mooseheads team that year. Maybe Raffy, but we didn't know him as well as him, you know? And Ra- yeah, we probably would have got big-dogged anyway. Exactly. And we just knew, okay, local guy, Hiram has been on the show, let, let's just do it. I'm, and not, he, I'm not good enough to big-dog anybody. Yeah. So. But I'll, that's one of the reasons why I'll, you're I'll one take, of our I'll favorite I'll take an interview if I get it. <laughs> and it was funny, when, <laughs> you like, were, when you were getting interviewed, Dobby was kind of lingering. He was like, I want to get interviewed. He was like lingering <laughs> I think around he you. he sprayed me with a bottle. He did. He did spray you. He did. came right in the face. And it was that moment right there when I realized okay like this is this is you know kind of funny to these guys and it's a nice little like step away from warm-up and the seriousness of the game right but it was unreal man like I've no, I've, I think about it every day like you, you, dudes always says that you can't describe the feeling until you actually do it I say the exact same thing you the the all the emotions, knowing that there's a chance you might get in shit, a chance that kicked sport kicked out, a chance that sports that's not getting this coverage, a chance that there's just so many things, variables up in the air. And the fact that we just did it, it was just, yeah. And it was just awesome. You know, you came right up to us. We just embraced each other. Just yeah. like, come over here. What's Let's interview. On? Yeah, what's going on? We're up on the big screen and shit. I think that's how we got caught. Because when I was doing the camera, I looked up and the camera was down on us on the bench in the bright red vest. And I was like, oh, shit. I can't believe we wore those vests, man. It worked. It did work. That was my plan. It was a, it was a good plan. Got noticed. That's it what I mean. Noticed. But sometimes for hey, bad if you guys shit. were wearing the, the flannel and the black quarter zip on the bench, I might not have seen you. That's fair. That's, a, that's fair. See? So. That's fair. I'm not that dumb. That's fair. No, that's man, unreal. What a, what a time! I can't even imagine. It's like the that's like you know we you you can't describe unless you do. It's the same thing for you. Yeah, we know you were that was sick when you won the Mem Cup, but we'll never know truly what that is. Yeah, we won know? the Mem Cup in my mind that week. It's all about yeah, the we party. Were there. That's I, what I was there I think for. The, the coolest part is just the feeling of winning, and kind of like that. That was just like the worst part of this whole COVID thing was kind of. I I really wanted to do that again in Cape Breton. Like I don't think. Yeah, I think I was the only guy on that team that had won a Mem Cup. Well, even a Prez. Really? There's a lot of guys on that team that kind of built Cape Breton from the bottom. Like, they started when they were 16 or 17, now they were 19 and stuff. and Stuck through there, it. There, there were some guys who never got a run yet, and they were kind of 19, 20, and good players, but they were just kind of on, on like, average teams that kind of just didn't really have a shot at it. And yeah. that, th- this was finally our year for a lot of guys. And, mm. like, I, I already knew what that tasted like. And yep, and it was fresh I, still. Yeah, it was it was fresh. I still knew exactly what that feeling was like. And, and kind of going in, like, I think, right before the break, or not the break, sorry, like the end of the season. Um, <laughs> in the in the three weeks before that, we we had beaten Moncton and Rimouski at home, like two two of the big dogs in the East. Yeah. So like that was kind of like the confidence that we we can do this. Yeah. Like, like we're 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 right there too. Like there's no need to 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 look up or, or praise Moncton or praise Shakutami or praise Sherbrooke. Like we're right there with them. Um, so that was kind of like the disappointing thing. Like when our season mm-hmm. ended, it was. It was really disappointing because it was like I, I know what it feels like and I know and I wanted to do it again so bad. And like, you can uh, see it in the boys how bad they wanted to, yeah, right? Yeah, like whenever Ants was when Ants was on here, he was talking about the team and how good they were and how deep they were and how consistent you were. You said fifteen game winning streak you guys had. Yeah. Like come on, like you could see it in his uh, in his voice when he was talking about it that it could have been a thing. Well, like you said, yeah. those guys that have been sticking it out, man. Obviously, Cape Breton had a plan. And this was now, you know, whether it was the, the pinpoint date for that plan to happen or not, they built this team and these guys around these, or they built the team around these guys and now they bring in 
these extra pieces. And, you know, you go on that 15-game heater, like you said, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bam, it's cut short. And I know it's there's a lot of teams that were like that, but we're not talking to those guys right now. And it's, you know, I wanted to know, were guys coming up to you going like, you know, what was it like doing this? And what was it like doing that for the Mem Cop? And like, what were those games like? And were yeah. they trying to get the insight because they could taste it? Yeah, like, I don't know. Obviously, like, you're just kind of curious. So guys would ask once in a while, especially. It's kind of just a little conversation True. thing. Like, yeah, what was it like? Like, did this happen like what happened but yeah. uh like it's like the, the guys you feel the worst for the guys that were there like from 16 to 19 like uh mccormick laferriere mandalise mm. um igor was there for three years yeah um Derek gentile captain in his hometown in his fifth year in the league never really got a shot at it and now he was the captain of the team going for it in his hometown season gets cut short like uh like Sean Element, he was on Baycomo last year, and they kind of had a disappointing exit in the first round. They yeah. got upset by Moncton, and kind of he got a second crack at it. And there was a lot of guys that that had that hunger in their stomach that yeah. when playoff, like we we were gonna we were gonna roll, um, like we we wanted it bad, and we we had the team to do it. And there's a lot of guys that just just didn't get that opportunity to to go for it. Um, when they waited and they waited and they waited and that was finally their shot with the team that they built up and I was just kind of the add-on piece like a, but yeah. They, yeah. they built that like but a, a necessary add-on piece man like I, th- I think of Stephen McCauley when he joined the Mooseheads late the mm-hmm. year they won that Mem Cup like a guy like you that has won and has been through that experience it's a you might not think it but a guy like you is a, a crucial piece in making a team go to that Mem Cup route it's it's a thing yeah you I might find not especially think it, too thing. where like you, like you even say yourself you weren't that like that superstar name that they're bringing in big blockbuster deal yeah. it was the guy it was your you know your calm nature and you know you went through it all and you were you know you were relied on but it wasn't like all the pressure was on your shoulders so you got to go through that whole process in that role and now you got this like nice calm nature about going about your business and 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 it's contagious man like and oh, yeah. we talked about it as soon as you got dealt we're like that makes sense like you need role guys and i mean what you had a role in the mem cup and, and what did you do you, you oh, excelled God, man. You played in it, so well. you know what I mean? So when they watch that, they're like, okay, this guy's just going to come in, handle business, hang out with the boys, make the team better, and then that's that, right? Yeah. You, you took your game to a whole other level, that Mem Cup, man. You were unreal. I know it's hard to like sit there and go, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. But like when we were sitting up there in the, in the press box, like we were proud to be like buddies with you. Yeah. Like you killed it. You did thank really you. well. Thank you, I appreciate yeah. it. It was fun, man. I, every time the puck got dumped in, I'm like, fucking Heinem's going to kill somebody yeah. right now. I can't wait. And the Metro Center wait. glass, too, the boards, it just, bam! <laughs> and and every time you went in, yeah, it was just unreal. See, that, was, that good... was the nice part of going to Cape Breton, too. Like, I, I was I was a point of game when I got traded to Rouen, so I wasn't sure kind of what their expectations were. Like, True. I, I don't want them coming in here thinking, I'm going to put up, like, 50 points in the second half. I kind of get on a better team, play a little more, and maybe put up even more numbers. Like, I'm not going to have a guy who's going to score 90 mm-hmm. points in a year. Like, yeah. But then I met with the GM um, kind of the next day, and he, he kind of told me, like, like we know the player. Like, we did our homework and stuff. Like, we, we just we don't care if you score a goal every night. Like, just play your we, game. Just, just play your game, come in, be a veteran presence, be a yeah. leader. Um, bring grit to the lineup every night, and, and and obviously, we want you chipping offensively too. Yeah, I'm not telling you <laughs> yeah, not to score. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're not here <laughs> just to hit people, but yeah. um, like they they wanted me to just play my game. Like they, yeah, they, they weren't the expectations weren't there for me to come in and be the top line scorer. Like they already had guys like uh, like Igor and mm-hmm. Laferriere that were going to do the heavy lifting offensively, and I think there was. I think we had like eight 20 goal scorers, so the the wealth was spread around See, that's offensively the on that team. Yeah, like we we had a lot of guys who had a lot of goals. 
So um, let me ask you this then. By playing with Cape Breton down the stretch there, and that and that is grind time right there. That's where you yeah. see your depth and stuff like that. Did you see some similarities with Cape Breton as you did with Ruan down the stretch? Because I know you guys relied on your depth down the President's Cup and then into the Mem Cup. Did, did you see some similarities with the teams? The, like a bit. I, I think the similarities we had were um, we were deep mm-hmm. and our chemistry was good. Yeah. I think in Rouen we were a little more structured and um, we were a little more grit and, and relentless and um, in Cape we were just our skill was just insane. Yeah. We had so much skill and so much offensive firepower. Even um, some of our defensemen um, had 10, 12 goals this year. Like like we, we had guy everybody like defense shipping in, forward shipping in, like every like we, we could fill the net. Yeah. Um, and you had a sick goalie. Yeah, and Mando was Mando was goalie of the year. Yeah. Like he, he was yeah. the best goalie in the queue this year. Yeah. Um so we had everything we needed. We had well we had Mando we had two of the three finalists for the defensive defenseman of the year trophy, and then uh, and we then we could just fill the net too. Um, so that helps. I, I think we were a little more skilled, a little more running gun, a little more creative than mm-hmm. we were with Rouen. We weren't as structured. Yeah. Um, but definitely the depth and the chemistry was there. Um, See, to make another, another key run. to the success. Depth every time, every time words. we have somebody on here that's that won or won a championship, and we ask them what it is, it's chemistry and like you know hanging leadership with the boys. Leadership depth. Exactly. Leadership's there yeah. too. No, yeah, like I was there. So th- they they were kind of in a weird situation where um, they had uh, Dumont there for seven or eight years, and they 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 let him go. The coach last summer, yeah, the coach yeah. and GM that was there for as Ever. long as I've been in the league, mm-hmm. probably even lo- like longer than that, I think. Um, they let him go last summer, and then they hired Jake Jake Rhymes. Yeah. Um, um, this summer, and then uh, Jacques Carrier, the the GM, yeah. took over. He was the head scout, but now he was the GM. So. Uh, Jake came in and Jake didn't know anybody. Like Jake was in the OHL for the last 15 years. So I, I remember like uh, Ants was saying on his podcast, yeah. they, they'd come into games and he'd be like, all right, who are their good players? Like, I, I need yeah. some info here. Like, Ants I, was I, running that team this yeah. year. Ants was the head coach. Yeah, for the first half, the first yeah. time they probably played those those teams. Um, yeah. They're like, I don't, I don't know who's going to be good on this team. Are they good? or? I said uh, that. I was like, do you think teams? that was the reason why they hired him? Because you know how Ants is just a hockey nerd. He knows absolutely everything about everyone. Like, yeah. do you think that was part of the reason of you know him getting hired? And I, I said, yeah, it, was mo- yeah, it could have been. Dude, Ants. Because he knows everything about everyone. Yeah, so, like, so where I was going, I think I got traded on January 6th. I showed up and... They still didn't have letters on their jerseys because I, I think he didn't want to make into an impulse decision and yeah. say, "Oh, this guy gave him, made a good first impression here, give him the captain." So, yeah. I think it, it obviously got dragged on a little longer. I think yeah, they're probably yeah. going to name one in November. But uh, <laughs> my my first night there, so I the way I traded, um, so obviously I, I went in after that Canada Russia game, mm-hmm. went home, packed my shit, um, went to bed, spent the night with my uh, my billet family and and my billet brother Ryan McClellan. What's up, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan. He got traded Moncton this year. They, oh, your they, billet brother was in the queue? What? Yeah, well, like my roommate. Like there was two. Players oh, sorry, the, I mean, yeah. like the brother, like no, the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, yeah. Um, so I hung out with him that night. Woke up in the morning, and then we were on the way to get my um, gear in the morning. And Ryan's phone rings. It's Mario, <laughs> and uh, I'm like, no, no way. Put it on speaker. Put it on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, hey, Ryan. It was basically like the same thing. It was like, hey, um, hey don't know how here. you're gonna take this, but it's good news and bad news. Bad news to trade you. Good news is you're going to Moncton. And they're like first in the league or second in the league. And wow. They're, they're really good, and you're going home, and yeah. you're gonna be close to home. So he got traded too. Um, <laughs> That's fine. So we we both went to the rank, grabbed our gear, and then uh, so I. The boys had practice at like noon, so yeah. I, I went to the rink, said bye to everybody, kind of said my goodbyes, packed my gear, and then put it in my car, and then I had to drive to Gatineau. So I got in at like 8 o'clock at night. How'd you get there? I drove. I had my car up Oh, there. you got a car up there? Okay. So I, I, met the, I met the GM there. 
uh, in Gatineau, flew at Ottawa the next morning, met the team in St. John. But uh, when I got to the St. John, um, I got there before them, so I went to the hotel, took a little nap, um, and then met the team there for supper. So we went out for a quick supper. It wasn't a lot. Um, and then we were walking back to the hotel, and uh, Gentile and Havelina just grabbed me, and they were like, hey, we're going to go to the restaurant across the street and grab another bite and uh, just take you out for the night, first night. So I was like, all right, sounds good. And that's, that's like the leadership right there. Like I, yeah, I, I had a room yeah. by myself. First room, first uh, first night there. I didn't really know anybody. Like I, I always see, like I was, I'm kind of a hockey nerd too. Like I knew everybody on their team. Like yeah, yeah. Um, like I knew who everybody was, but I didn't know them as people. Mm. Um, so first night, grab my arm, say, we're gonna go, home, we're gonna, we're gonna meet you, and and we're we're gonna kind of bond. And yeah. then uh, like I was, I was getting ready to go back up to my room. Like I didn't know anybody. I was in a room by myself, probably gonna turn on Netflix and go to bed and <laughs> and get ready for the game the next day. But then they grab my arm and they're like, no, we're going. Uh, and so we went out. We just kind of shot the shit for two hours, and a week later, Gentile's captain, Havelina's assistant. It's just like that's just the leadership that they had there. That's the chemistry that they had. They made you just feel so yeah. welcome, and and it's just it was really nice to kind of get started on that foot, and then uh, and then yeah, and then in Sydney we had a little neighborhood there, right down the street from the rink, where there was probably seven or eight of us every single night getting together, going to watch an, like a where NHL game. In Sydney, where you? I forget. It was just right right. Uh, Right down the street, kind of coming out of Center 200, and like you know the side that the casino's on, yep. mm. that way. It's probably so down by the field, there. by the baseball no, field. No, feel Susie Max straight by Center. Yeah, 200. I don't know. Like if you're if you're coming out of Center 200, facing like the waterfront left, and then it's probably a 200, 300 meters up that road, and then it kind of into that little neighborhood. Isn't there a restaurant right behind Center 200, like a uh, right behind, right to the left of it, or the parking lot? Like if you're out of the parking lot, Tim's in the parking lot. No, is that the restaurant? No, there's something. Up. I remember we were there. We were there once. They're in Bantam AAA. We watched a Ginla fight someone in Colorado. I'll always remember that. And that restaurant was unreal. I don't remember, man. I don't there's there's a strip there where they got like Boston Pizza and a movie theater and everything. Like like yeah. kind of like they get everything the, needs. The, like parallel to the rank. Yeah, just one street over. But yeah, so there were seven or eight of us all in that uh, in that subdivision. Every night there was never a dull night. It was like every Tuesday going to the movies. Um, one night, get together, watch an NHL game. The other night, go for wing night Wednesday or something like that. Like it yeah. was, it was a good time. Like the team chemistry was awesome. We always hung out. Like you were never sitting in your room at night by yourself watching Netflix. Like it was, it was, it was on the go. We were always having fun. We were always getting together, and that's. Uh, I think that's why we would have been really successful. Any gaming? Any gamers on the team? Big time, like Fortnite guys or guys oh, Sean Yeah, shout out. He's gross. Surely? Really? Yeah, yeah. At what game? Fortnite caught anything. You put a gun in his hands virtually, and you'll. I'm glad he goes very virtually. Glad yeah, yeah, virtually yeah, yeah. There. Like, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a wizard with those joysticks. So, and what about any like the big? Because I, I, the one thing I always forget to realize is some of these guys are legitimate like kids still, like 16, 17, 18. and like for the most part, all I see is like gamers. Like you guys do chell tournaments and shit, or like no, ping pong tournaments we, we or anything. We weren't a big gamer team, honestly. We were big kind of like. You had vets. Just, yeah, we, we like well, we had a lot of vets. Yeah, like, we had so. a lot of nineteen, a lot of twenty year olds. So I think we just like just getting together and chilling. We weren't we were kinda I don't know, past the gamer phase, but yeah. um no, we we were more into just kinda hanging out and watching an NHL game on a couch in the basement, kinda shooting the shit more than adult that, shit. Put, put, yeah, yeah, adult shit. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just putting a head putting the headset on and playing an NHL twenty for four hours. Zoning out and yeah. burning your eyes. Yeah, I open your eyes and they're like bloodshot red. <laughs> staring at a screen for I want to ask you guys both the th what were you you messaged the boys, and you said, good thing you didn't jinx it. What was that about? I can't remember. 
Oh, I called, uh, I didn't call it, but his first podcast he ever did with us. I was like, you know, the year's looking pretty good for you. Because it was right after the Dobson trade from the World Juniors That's when right. he went in. I was like, you know, you know, looking pretty good. Rouen, first in the league. Haven't lost a game in like four months. Dobson's coming over. Things are looking good. Mem Cup's in your backyard. You know, anything could happen. And he screenshot or he recorded it and sent it to me. And I was like, yeah. That might have been the smartest thing you've ever said. Not really. Yeah, not end, really, I think, though. The, I think at the end of it, you're like, I don't want to jinx it, but and then it all ends up happening. I probably <laughs> chirped him for it because I'm bad. I hate that shit. Don't even bring it up. Like, if, if it's coming, just But don't I didn't about it. say it. I said, you know, you're going to win the Mem Cup. I just said, you yeah, know, anything could happen. Yeah, that, but that's not you, jinxing that's it. That's just you not being able to elaborate on your words. You I can elaborate. Don't trust me. I can elaborate, <laughs> but I like, no, I like to hold it in sometimes, save it for special moments. But <laughs> I knew that you were going to win it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. We'll, we'll stop it right. All right, bathroom break. We're back. <laughs> what were we talking about, though? Seriously? We were know. just talking about going out to the restaurant. I don't know. I can't remember now. Start over. I think maybe the leadership. Leadership with Kate, maybe. I know I'm kind of done that though, but yeah, Kate was awesome. The leadership there was awesome. Chemistry was awesome. The coaches were awesome. It was it was really cool to have like three English coaches that were all like like ants is a beauty. Like yeah. fir- first night there, first person I saw when I walked in the rink was ants. I was like, hey, great guy to see yeah, the first day. Awesome, awesome guy to see. First person, first face you see when you walk in the the rink with the new team is ants, and yeah. he kind of grabbed me in the room and kind of introduced me. So that that was a kind of easy way to get in the dressing room, and then. Uh, and Jake was awesome. Jake is he, was he local? Is he actually from? He's from Sydney? Dartmouth. He's from Dartmouth. Okay, I knew he was local. From Dartmouth, L- lit up, uh, lit up the OHL. Really? Uh, played pro for a little bit, and I think I think his back kind of acted up, and like he had to stop playing. But uh, we'll have to get him in and ask him, I guess. Yeah, he'd be an awesome guest. He's awesome. He's really knowledgeable. Great coach. He, it was awesome to me, and it was really nice cool. kind of playing for him. And then uh, Chris Culligan. Yeah, he's he was a stud with the Eagles. Went I know on that name, ca- ca- yeah. captain of UNB for a few years. Played a little bit of pro. Wow. Uh, went overseas for a couple of years. Now he's back in Cape, kind of in his hometown, coaching the Eagles. You, he's a stud too. Um, so yeah, the coaches were awesome. It was, it was really easy to, to kind of get into that dressing room and get comfortable, right? So, um, I think it was yeah. a little awkward off the start because, like, I know Mills. He's one of my best friends, and kind of like he. I think he was kind of like one of the hearts of that locker room. Yeah. Like, yeah, character. Um, so it was kind of it was awkward kind of coming in as his replacement, like. Where he was probably really good buddies with everybody on that team, so it was a little awkward coming in. But um, boys made me feel really welcome. That was that was a nice part. They're yeah. not going to not include a winner, man. That's just like this guy. Yeah, it was just see you later. It, it just wasn't like a fringe guy got traded. It was like kind of like a heart and yeah. soul guy had been there for a couple of years. And you're not the guy coming in for spots either. You know, no, me taking someone's spot. Like. Yeah, so um, it just kind of sucked that Millsy's just a, he's a beauty, and it just sucked that he 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 was the guy that had to leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So. Especially it, it, it where you, you, you have that's, an actual connection t- with them, right? Yeah, like that's, that's one of the toughest parts of junior hockey was um, kind of like when, when really good guys on your team, that it, it's a business at the end of the day. Yep. But, and, but when you're a kid, you just don't want to believe that. You want to believe that yeah. all, all your friends are yeah. going to be here until you guys are all 20 and you all just graduate together. Yeah, especially and, when you're living in the moment. You don't think of that. You're yeah, like, you, oh, we could potentially get traded in three years. Like, Yeah, and it's, it just sucks that friends get traded and brothers get traded and stuff but getting um, traded for your buddy though that's cool that's something you, that you can always talk about for the rest of your life you know what i mean you guys are gonna be 95 I'm like <laughs> remember when we got <laughs> traded for each other you know uh, it was de- it was definitely kind of cool yeah um, but i remember like uh when we went up back up to rouen a month and a half later after i got traded so we were, i was i got to play against rouen in rouen like i got to go back so that was really cool um but like the, the there was a ceremonial face-off i don't remember what it was for but um there was a ceremonial face-off and um, I think uh, Arsenal, who's the captain of Rouen, yeah, um, he's a beauty. He's a stud. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
he wasn't playing that night. I think he had he hurt his shoulder. I want to say or something or a concussion. He had a concussion. Okay. Um, so he wasn't playing that night. So there was no captain on there. So I'd say obviously that even if he was playing, I'm guessing Millsy would have took the face off anyways against like his old team. Yeah. And then uh, Derek came up to me. He was like, "You you got this one." Hey. So that's, that's a good look. So, so that was a really cool. so I saw that picture um, kind of <laughs> my phone of me, me and Sean taking the the yeah. ceremony face off together. And do you guys have a good chuckle? Yeah, no, I think we did a little bro shake at center ice and kind of both teams kind of understood. Like, it was it was a pretty cool moment because, yeah. like, we grew up together. Like, we played prospects for four or five years together. We played um, Cole Harbor P, which play together because um, he stands to have a team. So he came into Cole Harbor to play with us one year, and, like, uh, we had a really good team that year. And me and Sean have been really good friends for a while. So um, I think my, my mom got brought up a picture of us from back when we were in Pee Wee and we went to the Pee Wee tournament in Quebec. Yeah. Um, and kind of just put them side by side with us at center ice and then one of us when we were like 13. Yeah. So that was, it was pretty cool. Kind of um, puts it in perspective. Kind of having that moment and kind of like being at center ice with one of my childhood yeah. best friends um, in the queue while we are both 20. And That's a good luck. Yeah, yeah. Hockey it was players awesome. are good people, man. Yeah, it was That's awesome. A, you see that a lot, I find, when, when guys like local guys will go away to play in Quebec and they'll come back here and there'll be a face-off or something they'll let the guy from yeah. Halifax say or Dartmouth take the face-off which is like it doesn't seem like much but it is in, cool it, it's huge and it, and it shows your teammates that like okay that guy is this is the I hate this saying but for the boys you know what I mean like yeah. he's like okay let, I'm the captain I am the captain now but you go take the face-off because this is your hometown like I see it all the time I remember one time we were up in Summerside and it was Black History Month and Tanner Mason was on our team Manson was on our team and uh, Ben Clark was the captain of the team and Clark he was just like no Tanner you go Tanner was probably pissed no he's pumped he's like yeah I don't even think Ben said go take it I think Manny just said no I'm taking this (laughs) and he just went up and took it good for him man yeah he just you know it's cool little moments like that in hockey that yeah you know I think it was a really nice gesture by both teams especially where hockey players like with with gents kind of just let me take that like my old team when I played three and a half years there I remember I went out for warm up that game and uh, we were in buzzing around the other end and I was just looking around I was like never been down here before <laughs> yeah never like, been what down here before. three and a half years yeah. down the other end and same music playlist same everything and just look down I got a black and yellow jersey on and I'm in the other wrong end of the ice it's like, what's going on right same now? music playlist why did they say did they play the same music the entire year well, yeah they didn't like, switch it up like, I don't know we're pretty like I, I think the Mooseheads is pretty generic and like that's the only rink that I really know and that you guys would probably know but um in Rwanda we get to pick our own warm-up playlist sick yeah so they kind of give it to the the vets and make a little 15 minute mix and and pick whatever songs we want to play in warm-up so we got to pick it instead of just like the whatever like apple music top 10 songs top 10 top, top artists yeah <laughs> so we got to pick like so it was kind of just like the music that we picked yeah yeah back that's there. Sick. yeah so we got to the junior cool. b so that's pretty cool we're kind of like ruin <laughs> we're kind of like <laughs> you have a routine and warm-up at all because warm-up in the queue is 20 minutes right 15 15 minutes in the yeah. queue eh? yeah so are you off uh two minutes before a minute before do you stay out there for the whole 15 and kind of be out there by yourself get a crossbar yeah i don't have any sort of uh Sort of rituals. I kind of just do my own, like, not maybe rituals, but uh, I know, like, when we did the half moon, a lot of guys would go stretch. I'd go stand by the side of the net and get rebounds and try to bag them in. Play at practice like you play? Yeah, play, play, <laughs> play, play a little game with the goalies. See, And then uh, I know Ryan Francis was always the very last one to shoot. So he would always come in and either rip one right off the pad so it would come right back at me. Like, yeah. Like, 
You guys had a little thing. Yeah, we had a little thing. Or he would come in, rip it top right. I would be always be on the left side. Just waiting. He's so, scoring for, so for a one-timer. <laughs> yeah. And then, or he would just go top right. And kind of like, because the goalies kind of knew yeah. what we were doing. And yeah. then, so he would always just kind of switch it up every game. So the best thing about yeah. hockey, man, those little things, that, the, the weird little things that you can't explain. Yeah, you yeah. Do. They just happen. Some people are like, what is he talking about? Half moon. Yeah, just, yeah. I know <laughs> yeah, what you no. mean, though. That, that was one little stupid thing I did not warm up. Like most guys would go stretch and then I would just wait for everybody to be down half moon. And then every, like most guys would get off with like two minutes left and then I'd go stretch. Okay. Um, after that, well, everybody's kind of buzzing around, putting the pucks in the net. And I, I love warm up. Oh man. That's the only reason I played. Warm up was the best, one of the best parts of hockey. Just I, get out there, feel it out, feel around. your stick out. Yeah, it was a stick. I don't know, I'm not a huge fan, but oh, that's, you're that's, that, that's that's why I just try to have fun with it. That's why, like on the half yes. moon, like some guys are stretching, getting ready for like I can't just sit there and stretch for six minutes. Makes so, sense why you let like, us. Yeah, I gotta then. gotta go do something fun, play a little game with the goalies, and yeah. and try to bang in some rebounds and have some fun and warm up. I bet warm up at Mem Cup was fun though. You know, you'd look around a bit, see his buddies, see the family. Yeah, no, see the seats filling in slowly. Yeah, that well, would have been fun. And the warm ups at Mem Cup, the, I had a ritual there. Well, it was it was me and uh, and Jack Gillis. Yeah. See, the, Jack will be pumped. I tell this story, but um, <laughs> so it started in the finals. Um, so you know we're at the other end, like yeah. you know what end we, yeah. we warm up at um, the away team. So we're doing uh, breakouts, but I was on the third line last year, so I was kind of like the breakouts would start, and I'd just be kind of sitting, but I'd be by the bench because I'm the right winger. Yeah. Um, and first game in Halifax, um, so it would have been game three. I'm waiting there to do uh, do my breakout, and all I hear is bang, bang, bang. I look behind me; it's Jack right behind our bench with a full beer, and just gets down on one knee and hammers. <laughs> yes, why? Well, Thank you. You gotta have friends like that, yeah. man. So I'm laughing. Though, like our assistant coach and our equipment manager and our athletic therapist are on the bench. They're like, "What's going on right now?" <laughs> Security. <laughs> like, um, so I ended up scoring that game, and we won. Unreal. So, the and then the, the next night he couldn't come. No, why not? And, and we lost. I don't know, but it wasn't a ritual at this point. Yeah. And then we lost. No good excuse. But we lost. Yeah. So then we had to come back for game six, and I was like, man, I think I need a beer chug tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so game six comes around. We're back in Halifax, and he's like, all right, I'll be there. Warm up. Breakouts. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Hammers another beer chug. We win. We won the Presidents Cup. Everything. So then. <laughs> That's we, amazing. He was there, and then the Moral Cup. He couldn't make the first game against Guelph. Boom, we lose. Oh, and my he, God. And then he made every single other game. So every game you won, he did the bang, bang, every, bang, beer every, chug. Mem Cup finally did Yeah, it. and more, every single time in the in the finals and the Memorial Cup, if he came down, bang, bang, in the glass and hammered a beer, we won that night. Dude, that guy doesn't get enough credit. Everyone's then. like, Dude, him, you're an unreal hockey player. It. it was a huge part of it. Like, yeah. like It's crazy that, how you believe in that for yeah, that moment. Yeah, you do. You know? that, that's, like, that's huge, though. Like... He showed up <laughs> over half an hour before every game because he would have had to go up to the concession, buy a probably $30 Eight. beer. Yeah, they're up like, there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like he probably spent at least, re realistically, like probably like 75, 80 bucks. Just on, on your ritual. Just on that ritual. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't, he wasn't coming there to have zero drinks at the games. Yeah. But, he wasn't just going but, for that one. But, but he had to show up early and he had to be, the, he had to be there and warm up. And, and, he, and he was there every game, every big game he was there. <laughs> That's a big commitment. It was a, it was a commitment. <laughs> Props to Jack. I'm sure all those beers, you, you made it up to him at that post party with those pictures you were showing me with all the beer at the hotel. So I'm sure he yeah. made it. I'm sure he made up those I'm beers. I'm sure he got some free drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just free. being there would have been enough, you know? Yeah. Like, he yeah, he was here. at the after party, and I think he got his fair share of free drinks that yeah, night. Yeah, he's so. good. Don't worry yeah. about it. That's unreal. That's but a yeah, good that, story. That's one story that's uh, that kind of we all talk about back uh, back when we think about that tournament. Yeah. Just 
the beer chugs. That's the warm up beer chugs. I wish I had a buddy like that. I fucking miss hockey, man. I'm dying right now. I just want to <laughs> watch a hockey game. Just put something on YouTube, bub. I know. It'll oh, be yeah. back. It'll be back. It's going to be back soon. I was talking to Dobby. They're in training camp. They're full swing right now. So, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Dobby's up there. Uh, August 1st, they playoff start. That's going to be huge. That's going to be the best summer ever. That's what... Well said. NHL playoffs yeah. in August. Well agree more. Never well agreed with said. anything more than what you said right there. Work it's going to be unreal skate, summer. Skate, golf, three games NHL a day. playoffs, beautiful weather. 12, 4, and 8? Un- unreal. Well, those were, that's what time the games are at? Yeah, three games a day. At uh, That's Atlantic time, 12, 4, so and 8? I think, it'll you, be I like, think you're going to be able to turn a TV on at any, any point in the day and watch an NHL hockey. Or at least oh, a pregame game show. Game. Like, you know how much awesome. pregame shit they're going to have because there's been 37 there's months off? I'm just going to be sitting here. Watching it from here. That's it. We want podcast. It's gonna be unreal. I'm we, so I'm so excited. I I'm praying like a second wave doesn't come or like because there is a decent amount of NHL players that are getting it. Yeah, so I'm scared that. that they're gonna push it back. But if we can get NHL playoffs back in the middle of summer, that's gonna be awesome. Be fucking so sick. That'd uh, be unreal. Yeah. yeah, like I. That's the whole reason I built my my man cave. Man was for playoffs. That's it. It's the only reason I got it. Everyone right? everyone's like sick podcast studio, but really we just. It's same just thing. Place to watch the just the place to watch the game and chill with the boys. <laughs> a man cave. In a little man cave. Adults. Put some mics throw, in here. Throw, yeah, throw up some mics and curtains and just yeah, it's a studio. <laughs> call it a studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grab a mini fridge. It's for the guests. Yeah. <laughs> say, say it's for work. It's a write-off. It's a work. It's a work uh, expense. Yeah. We right get there. a banner. Maybe we don't even know what it says. <laughs> Actually, you're on the banner like thirty. You're on the banner more than Belly himself, Hanum. You're on their interview top right there. We got our arms around you. Top right there with the interview. You're dead center. On the bench, so that's four. I'm gonna say three. No. No interview, arm around. Yeah, top left. Interview again. That's two interviews. Yeah. So okay, well yeah, you're right. That is three, but still, that's a good amount. Numbers guy. Numbers, Numbers guy. guy. Numbers right. guy. Yeah. You're gonna be Set an account. It. Don't worry about us. I'm not even on there. What are you talking about? You're there. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. You've been on there five times. Uh, you're yeah, such, you're, a, you're, you're such just, a little you're like so easy. You're to get so going, ungrateful. Man. The things I do for you. <laughs> oh my you're just please. like you know. Well, I'm not on there. In this place, man. How many beer have you had? None. A one, two. Yeah, you lied. It's fucking live. <laughs> it's not live. It's recorded. I'll let it. Instant out. replay. Whatever. You lied. Um. <laughs> Where do you want to go from here? <laughs> Is there anything you want to talk about? You want to ask us some questions? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's the biggest lie ever. It's yeah. like Step Brothers. How about we interview you? <laughs> that would be awesome. That's, talk a, that. ask, us, ask us a question. Uh, who did you like interviewing more, Jordy or Ozzy? You have to pick one. Let's not, fellas. Who did I like I interviewing more? Speed round. Well, here's the thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Here's the thing. Ozzy was more of a conversation. Like, he would bring shit up that I would just be like, oh, where did that come from? <laughs> so that I really enjoyed that. Like, he was just talking about his life, like surfing and living in Cow Bay and the things that he did. And Jordy, it was more, because we had uh, Jordan Mills here, and he was a big lacrosse fan, more than a hockey fan. So the interview aspect, it would be, Jordan because we wanted to ask questions about lacrosse I was supposed to ask you questions about lacrosse but I forgot I'll ask you after and uh, so that from that aspect I'd say the better interview was Jordan but Ozzy's podcast was just hilarious but so was Jordan Jordan's hilarious too like they're both funny guys they're both like they're comical. both hilarious I could have talked to fucking Jordan for three hours it seemed Same like with Ozzy. when I listened it seemed like like 
we had been hanging out with Ozzy for 10 years when he, cause I oh. wasn't here for that one. But like when I listened to it, he did not sound like he didn't know you one bit that he was just ripping shit off. He was hilarious. <laughs> this oh, Ozzy. So, well, like, Thomas, it, but... It's a crime that they were allowed to play on the same team in junior hockey. That's insane. <laughs> They're a duo and like, you need to keep those guys apart. I was trying to get some stories <laughs> yeah. out of them over the season. Like they just wouldn't, their Ozzy at least wouldn't just, you wouldn't you just know. I, I think I think the Mooseheads are on a pretty tight ship. I'm I'm not sure they would be. Able, oh, do they? Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think they I think they they have to keep it pretty professional and stuff. Like I remember, like uh, last year, like well, I attempted, but as a team, like we grew playoff beards and uh, they weren't allowed. Like they had to be clean shaven at all times and stuff. So. That's always been a thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, That's why dudes never made it. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> I, I think I think they they run a pretty professional tight ship. I think like what well, they have to really like in this community. Like people know face. who the Mooseheads are. Like they're they're, yeah. they're a face in the community, so they can't be doing stupid shit. So um, that's so true. I, I think they're pretty responsible with with what they do and what the, what they allow the players to do and yeah. stuff like that. I'm sure at some point some people fucked up, and that's when they <laughs> they had to make some changes. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. They have yeah. a one guy rule. Yeah. <laughs> the dude's rule. <laughs> um, lacrosse. Yeah, pretty good at that too. Do you want to? I've told that story too many times. On the I'm podcast. not great at it, but yeah. What are you talking about? You, you're the you're this. You're, what do we call you? We called you Sea Biscuit at the Jordan Memorial Tournament there, the Jordan Boyd Memorial Tournament, because that one year you won the President's Cup, the Mem Cup, and then the Junior A Lacrosse League here in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Sea Biscuit, Triple Crown winner. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure where you're going with that. I'm not. Yeah, I, either. I, I was I, lost. Yeah, because yeah, Sea Biscuit yeah, is the name the of the horse race, that yeah, won yeah. the Triple Crown that yeah, year. Yeah, the horse. Yeah, I, I got you now. How did that feel? You must have been you must have been on a high there. Yeah, no, lacrosse is always fun. Lacrosse is more of like a like a hobby for me. Like I don't I, take, feel you I, there. I don't take it that seriously. Like I, like hockey's my thing, and and I just kind of go to play play lacrosse for fun. And and I just been playing it since I was probably in Pee Wee. And we got a great core there that just kind of we all stuck with it, and like we all kind of have fun. Um, well, you know, we don't even have a season this year, and the group shot's still buzzing every day <laughs> of people who wants to go golf and who wants to go throw a ball around, who wants to play lacrosse or get out for for yeah. a run sometime or are you technically still a junior guy or are you senior now i'm done now yeah this was supposed to be like my last year of junior okay um but uh yeah no um so we have a really good group it's more just kind of for fun like i'll be out there on the floor and people chirp me like you suck lacrosse i'm like hey, dude i don't know like yeah, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be the best player so. out here <laughs> i'm just coming out here about fun <laughs> yeah but how many championships did you win this year yeah exactly okay but wait though i want to i want to backtrack just for two seconds okay you put the mem cup the President's Cup, and the fucking Junior A Lacrosse League Championship all on the same shelf. But here's the thing. The They're on the same the, shelf. The, 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 are they? Yeah. The people, I won my the, hobby the, sport, but You it's, don't it's know the, 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 lacrosse com- the lacrosse community Huge. here in Nova Scotia. Like It's not the biggest community, but the people that love lacrosse here, that's a big fucking deal. I'm not saying it's not a big deal. I'm just saying on a scale of Memorial Cup and trophies, it's just... Yeah, but I did them. it in order. I said, or I guess, President's Cup's a big deal. Okay, so I, so I should have said Mem Cup Presidents, then Junior A. I honestly think President's Cup's a bigger deal. Me too. That. I was going to say that. That's the whole way harder yeah. to win. Way harder. Tournament you gotta style, win, you gotta anything can six, Yeah, you got to win 16 games. There's no do or dies. Like, there isn't, like, just one bad goal differential. One bad shit. fuck up or one 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 muffin from from the blue line or something, and that could change your whole season where, yeah. it's, where you got four. You got to beat that team four times. Plus the travel to the President's Cup. Like, yeah, it's, it's a grind. Mem Cup, it, you're at a nice hotel. It's at the very end of your season. You got to win 16 games to win that trophy. Like, I think that's a lot harder than... Than just stringing together a little four-game hot streak, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like obviously the teams you're playing in that tournament are are all elite. Like you have to beat like three other, the, the five yeah. best teams in the you world. Have, you have to beat three other the, elite teams from across the country, but 
the President's Cup, it's like you get to the final, it's the top two teams going at it, and you got to beat them four times. It's less luck involved. Yeah, it's, a lot less luck and a lot, yeah. a lot more grind, a lot more heart and determination yeah. to win that one. How many times have you heard, well, if we played those guys in a seven-game series, we probably would have won it, you know? Yeah. Like that's that's the exact scenario you guys are talking about. Yeah. It's a tournament style. How many times have you seen a shit team win a tournament because they just got hot at the right time or their goalie got hot at the right time? or You know what I mean? That happens just happens all the time, all the time. yeah. 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 So I, that's why I think the I think the Presidents Cup was a bigger deal than the men. But obviously, like the Memorial Cup, the Memorial Cup. I think it's it's kind of a little bit more prestigious. Yeah, it's kind of a bigger deal. But I do think the prize is harder to win. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Yeah, and it's so much. I mean, whenever the Mooseheads are in the playoffs, it's a great time, especially if they make it past the first three rounds. So much. It's great hockey. So well, much fun. Every round just gets better and better. Yeah, and better. Well, that's oh, the, yeah. Thing, the crowds right? get crowds get the better. crowds get bigger. bigger. Yeah. The Drunker. crowds get yeah rowdier. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, more, more. There's people being idiots at the games. Like you got these people that are like painting their bodies and stuff. Once <laughs> do you, you notice that stuff? Like just like the idiots of the rink at Halifax, you do because they got like every single. Every single time there's a stoppage of play, they're just blasting on the big screen. Like, oh the, yeah. The, do you ever look for your buddies on the screen and shit? I don't think they've gotten up there. If they have, I haven't noticed them. They didn't want to put Jack on one knee chugging a beer. <laughs> they, they, the Moose Games, they promote the beer drinking and all that oh, shit. Yeah. Like, they, they, oh, yeah. they'll put the camera up on this the hammer. This is Halifax, guy. but there's 37 yeah. bars within four feet yeah. of the Metro State. They, 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 they find like the most obnoxious person standing up in, yeah. in their aisle <laughs> at, at that stoppage of play and put them on the big screen. Every they do that. Time. Yeah, that's do. beer sales. That's money in Bobby's pocket. Did you guys 100%. ever win the six foot sub? Yes, you were there with me. Remember with the well, Kevin? We won it with me. But I, that's the, Did you ever win it? Oh yeah, the six foot sub. Oh. That was like the highlight of your childhood. Oh like, yeah. Oh, what did you do this weekend? I won the six foot sub. Oh yeah, you went there on like the afternoon. You played an exhibition game at the Metro yeah. Center, and then you stayed for the game. You had like a little pizza party after the game, and then bingo. Oh yeah, we Everyone all has the that. same story. <laughs> the same it's unreal thing. though. You know, I love it. It's awesome. What was the Mem Cup food like after? Like what, after each game, how did you go back to the hotel and eat? What was the food situation like there? Steak and stein. Not trying to humble brag, but we ate the keg every night. It was unreal. Yeah. Taxpayers in Rouen nah, paying for that. The extra, <laughs> that's the extra money from admission for playoffs. That's what that is. You're at the keg every night. Every single night. We, and then we went to Baton Rouge one night because... Uh, that's a seafood like they want, place. They, no, it's still like a little steakhouse. Is and it? Chicken. Oh, yeah. wait, no, that's done by the casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Baton Rouge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we went there one night just to switch it up. And then we went there and we were like, can we go back to the keg? <laughs> they were like, yeah, sure. The red stick. What, so, so how did so it work? Like pre-ordered or you got... Yeah, you, you had to get one of those keg classics things. Sounds pretty good. So it was just like a steak, uh, a salad, and a side. Seventy-four dollars for that. Meal. Yeah, I think I think we had to get vegetables. I'm so <laughs> hungry. Your parents, but, but I don't know. Like, yeah, you're getting a vegetables. free meal from the from the CAG every night. I'm not complaining. Yeah, you're like bit. what? Green beans? Are you kidding me? Yeah, so come in. Unreal Caesar salad <laughs> to start. Steak, vegetables. Every single supper it was unreal. Obviously, except for the game days. But why? What having game days? What do you eat game days? Well, we would have like a pregame meal at like four. Usually, pasta, like some sort of pasta and chicken and stuff like that. And then after the game. Do you, um, I don't remember what we. But did, where did but you where did you eat it though? Oh, at the hotel. It was all catering. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, 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 I think all the teams did. I think like it was probably a mandatory thing that they, they have to offer some sort of food at the hotel. Did you guys all stay? Because I remember the Moosehead stayed at the hotel too. We were all at four like, different hotels. Oh, four different hotels. Yeah, all, Interesting. All, all four teams were at four different hotels. I would have thought the opposite. I think that would have been a nightmare or a gong show. <laughs> what, yeah, what did you have at tea at the Ale House after you guys won? <laughs> <laughs> or some, maybe some onion rings. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I don't know. Man, okay. We saw. Yeah, I'm never mind. I'm not gonna go into that. But that <laughs> that's was for a great, off mic. Yeah, that was a great, great night. 
Did we did we have to get like did you have to get us in? Did you big dog us into the bar no, that night? Or we we no, got in. I think that it was just the public. You know what we I did? think that place was like, hey, everybody's hammered. Let's let everybody in and let them buy a, a million drinks. Dude, we walked and in with make McKinnon. so much money tonight. We rolled up with McKinnon. We were like the be- he, McKinnon had an entourage of like fifteen guys, and me and dudes just were the. 14th and 15th guy at the very back. We All just the, like yeah, snuck yeah, in. With him, yeah. We just snuck it in the very back. I think my very... favorite story from that night was uh, I'm not going to say their names because I don't know if they're, they're okay with me telling yeah, it. Yeah, no name drops. Yeah, no name drops in this one. But uh, like, well, obviously, we, we woke up the next morning and we all hopped on the bus and we started head, heading to the airport and stuff. And we were just kind of telling stories of stupid shit we did or f- funny, funny, funny memories on our phone or stories or videos and stuff like that. Um, a couple of the guys said they, uh, they went to the ale house until close. And they probably, I think they went to uh, like Pete's Corner or something. They got back to the hotel and they, they just went back to that room um, where all the drinks Like, well, we got to be down in the lobby at eight. So, like, there's not, like, if we sleep, it's not going to do anything. You're not going to wake up. Yeah. Well, it's not even going to do anything. Um, so they decided to walk down to. Uh, it's all right. I'll just use the audio on this. It's they, right. they start. They walked down to that uh, the Coras on Dresden Row and took a little 15 minute power nap there, right in front of Coras. And the guy that came up to open the restaurant was like, "Hey, can you guys move?" They're like, uh, "We're actually coming in for a bite." <laughs> they're coming in for a bite. But they're like in line for a video game, but it's they're at Coras waiting. That's they're amazing. like, "I just need to get in yeah. there, man." No, no sleep. <laughs> Bar, pizza corner, hotel, chorus. That's the did. way to do it. All yeah. three of their meals within 12 hours. That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. we got we to gotta wrap this up because we got no data left on our computer and shit. All right, sounds good. Budget's too low here. Heinem, once again, man, thanks for coming on. We know you love you. You, you got to come back whenever, I don't know, the first couple games of Acadia, maybe we'll come up there. We'll do something. I don't know. Okay, sounds figure it good. out. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. Everyone listening, thank you very much for tuning in. High Button Sports, we're out. Peace. Ain't no way to explain or say how painful the hangover was today In front of the toilet, hands and knees, trying to breathe in between the dry heaves My baby made me some coffee, afraid that if I drink some it's probably coming right back out me Couple of Advil, relax and chill, at a standstill with how bad I feel I think I need to smell fresh air So I stepped out the back door and fell down the stairs The sunlight hit me dead in the eye Like it's mad that I gave half the day to last night My bad sight made me trip on my ass Right into that patch of grass Like that's life All of a sudden, I realized something The weather is amazing, even the birds are bumping Stood up and took a look and a breath And there's that bike that I forgot that I possessed Never really seen exercises friendly But I think something's telling me to ride that 10 speed The brakes are broken, that's alright The tires got air and the chain seems tight Hopped on, it felt the summertime It reminds me of one of them Moosab lines Like sunshine, sunshine, it's fine Feel it in my skin Warming up my mind Sometimes you gotta give in to win I love the days when it shines Whoa, let it shine Sunshine, sunshine, it's fine I feel it in my skin Warming up my mind Sometimes you gotta give in to win I love the days when it shines Whoa, let it shine Whoa, let it shine Whoa, let it shine Whoa, let it shine Whoa, let it if I could, I would keep this feeling in a plastic jar Bust it out whenever someone's acting hard Settle down, barbecue in the backyard The kids get treats and old folks get classic cars Every day that gets to pass is a success And every woman looks better in a sundress The sun shines an excuse to shoot hoops Get juice, show improve them moves and let loose I hear voices, I see smiles to match them 
good times And you can feel it in the fashion Even though the heat cooks up the action The streets still got butterflies Enough kids to catch them Riding my bike around these lakes, man Feeling like I finally figured out my escape plan Take it all in, the day started off all wrong But somehow now that hangover is all gone Ain't nothing like the sound of the leaves When the breeze penetrates these south side trees Leaning up against one, watching the vibe Forgetting all about the stress, thanking God I'm alive huh. It's so simple, I had to keep the song simple And when I get home, I'm gonna open all the windows Feeling alright, stopped at a stop sign A car pulled up, bumping fresh Princess summertime, summer, summer sun. I feel it in my skin, warming up my mind. Sometimes you gotta give in to win. I love the days when it shines. Whoa, let it shine. Sunshine, sunshine is fine. I feel it in my skin, warming up my mind. Sometimes you gotta give in to win. I love the days when it shines. Whoa, let it shine. Whoa, let it shine. Whoa, let it shine. Whoa, let it shine. Whoa.